What's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and other adjacent forms of music that people send in to us. Typically, it's our first time hearing the releases in question, and we honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. Sometimes we like stuff, sometimes we don't, but we encourage you to support the stuff that you do like by buying records, going and seeing bands, etc. We're not striving to be professional critics, uh, tastemakers, or make objective value judgments here. If we don't like something, it's totally immaterial. We're not trying to convince you of anything, so please keep that in mind. The format of the show is very simple as well. We have 10 bands of the queue every week. Everything is listener submitted. We roll some dice and randomly select usually between five and seven bands per episode, and that's all there is to it. If you want to submit music, it's demolistenpodcast at gmail.com. Just make sure the release is a year or less under from the time of submission, or a year or less, yeah, a year or less. A year or less. Yes, <laughs> old from the time of submission. Since that's been the rule yes. from go. A year or less old from the time of submission. I just stu- I just stumbled over my words. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash podcast. If you want to call in or shoot us a text, it's 260-222-8341. So before we jump into it, I don't have a whole lot in the way of preamble this week. This is our first regular weekly episode in a month, basically. And some shit has happened in the world. I would be remiss if I didn't address this. It's serious. If you've been paying attention to the news, you've probably already heard about this, but maybe not. So if so, uh, if not, I hope that you're sitting down. But Beauty and the Beast has been taken off of so, all streaming platforms. Yeah, so I was. So that happened while I was perusing said platform. Yes. It happened on... It's a day that I'll never forget. Yeah, and, and the fucked up thing is like... It was on various platforms. Yes. It happened. And it disappeared from all. It happened on New Year's Eve. Yeah. I was home. Yes. Right? I got home, turned on fucking, you know, the fire. Yeah. There it is. Beauty and the Beast. Okay, I'm on season two, episode 11. Right. Right? I come back later on that evening to watch. Yes. Gone. What the fuck? Now, sometimes this happens. I'm like, why the fuck is this? I watch this show all the time. Why isn't it on my home screen? Right. Search it up. There it is. Nope, not there. Can't find it. Yeah. Have no idea. However, somebody pulled through for us. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay, what do we got? So, I, I mean, believe me, man. I, I, I witnessed it happen. Yeah. Right? And and I forgot to mention it when we recorded. Yes. Last week, because we had so much to talk about. Right. Um. But uh, Adam Lewis hit me up about it. He's like, yo, they took off Beauty and the Beast. This is bullshit. What a weird thing to cancel. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I was, we were on like episode 14. He found it on YouTube. Some account called Blue Angel. Okay. Has all episodes of Beauty and the Beast on YouTube. <sighs> thank God. Okay. So, so that's, someone's out there looking out. Yeah, thank God. So, so I started f- figuring out a contingency plan, right? Because, I mean, I guess you can torrent them. Yeah. But I that's such a pain in the ass. It's a pain in the ass, and I'm tired of the impermanence of digital media. I am. So I went ahead and ordered some VHS off of eBay. Now I didn't get a whole collection, because each VHS is like one episode because they are hour long episodes. You know, like there's like you're gonna have like 45, 48 episodes. Yes, for sure. I got, but I I found a crazy deal. It was like nine episodes with and it was like 899 plus like $6 media mail shipping and I watched it and then the dude saw that I watched it and sent me an offer right away for 699 and I was like fuck of course I'm yeah. paying 699 for 9 episodes fucking years exactly so now I'm watching a, a bunch of other ones and I'm hoping cuz no one's buying these no. so I'm just going to wait until like I get offers on all of these for significantly under what they're listed at now and then just accept them all until eventually I have a whole whole VHS spread so that way 
never it's again it's, can it's be forever preserved it's forever preserved or at least yeah, until I, the VHS I, fails. I, I hate the fact I hate the fact that billionaires and fucking robots yeah. get to decide what we what entertains us so here's here's my question okay so usually when stuff is taken off of every streaming platform at any given moment, right? Because if it just comes off of one streaming platform, then maybe the contract ended with that particular platform, right? Right. But usually when something comes out off of all available streaming platforms, it's because there's some sort of rights consideration. A lot of times because places are deciding to do some sort of like HD remaster or uh, an official reissue in the form of like a box set or something like that. And then maybe it'll go back up on streaming later to support the sale of this. Yeah. My question is this. Nobody has talked about this except show. For us, except for us. In six months. In a long fucking time. In right. probably many right. years. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like the past six months, we have single-handedly and listen, we don't have this we show. don't have a ton of of right. listeners, right? But we have a fair amount enough so that even if a fairly small percentage of our listenership yo. said, "Yo, we're gonna listen to Beauty, we're gonna watch Beauty and the Beast," the numbers would spike significantly because it probably went from almost no one to like, yo, there's like 15, there's like fifteen more people <laughs> watching this. Well, I was show. gonna say there's like a hundred and fifty two hundred pe- more people watching uh, this show because, like on? I said, even uh. if ten percent of our listenership yeah. watch it, checks out the show, the numbers spike pretty significantly from yeah. what they probably were. They're probably giving Ron Perlman a call. That's what I'm saying. There's, pro- I, I wonder if we kickstarted something in the fucking back rooms of these Hollywood meeting, you know, conference rooms where now they're like, listen, people are interested in Beauty and the Beast. The SEO, I bet, the numbers, like the search numbers on Google, I bet have spiked insanely. Like, I actually am going to check after me. this. Just for me. If I type in Beauty and the Beast, like parenthetical 1987, and like check out the search history popularity of that on Google, I bet Do over right the now. last few months, I, I can I can, I can Do it right now I while can we're check talking. It out. Okay. Here's the thing. It's just another example why you cannot let them in. Do not let them know what you're doing. So I like your plan to get the VHS tapes. Yeah, for sure. Because then no one ever knows you're fucking watching it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I don't know. It's just like I, I, I don't know that it's exactly coincidental. That's, that's all I'll say. I don't know that it's coincidental because it just so happens to coincide right. with when we suddenly big up this right. series that no one has remembered for years. Right. Right? Yeah. I don't know, man. I I'm 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 sensing something. All, all I know is I'm left hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's for sure. fucking bullshit. Yes, exactly. You know. Um, uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up when I like when I have a minute to actually figure this out because I I I can't remember exactly how the fucking how to like figure out a term search popularity. I mean, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you have to go. I can't remember. It's it's who knows. Just figure it out while we're listening. To yeah, exactly. Give well, us an update later. On I will. That's show. what I'm going to say. I'll, I'll update you later on. So that was the important world news that I needed to share with everybody. I, but the good news is crisis averted. Yeah, exactly. Here's the fucking thing. Yeah. Don't don't go making a stink about it. Right. Right. Yeah. Don't subscribe to Blue Angels channel. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right? Keep it low key. Man. Keep it low key. <laughs> yes. Watch this shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Talk about it. Amongst yourselves in person. Right. Right? Yes. Keep the fucking billionaires and the bots off our fucking ass, man. Right, for sure, man. Because I don't... I, I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah. They're going to fucking need those survival bunkers when the time fucking comes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, believe me. Yeah, I, I know. Uh, when the time comes, yeah. 
I'm hunting down the first billionaire I can find yeah. and eating them. <laughs> yeah, right? Sure, yeah. I'm not even going to cook them. Yeah. I'm just going to rend them with my fucking teeth. Sure. Violate their corpse. Yeah. Right? No doubt. Fuck them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Beat them to death with their own children. Oh, yeah. now there you go. There's something. <laughs> That's not bad. Now there's something. Tie a billionaire <laughs> couple up, grab their fucking three-year-old by the legs, <laughs> and cave their fucking heads in with the three-year-old. Yeah, that is yeah, that is one way to do right? it. Right, because you yeah. know when when the first flash hits, yeah, when the first detonation happens, all bets are off. Fuck you. Yeah, of course. Right. That's a given. Right. Yeah. Okay. What God? What are you thinking about that? Just, Just think this fucking beating the beast, beating the fucking beast. <laughs> Why can't you let me have this fucking beast? <laughs> yeah, true. You got to meddle in everything. Right. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And also, just on principle alone. Yeah, for sure. Why not? Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, agree. All right. You got anything? Or should we no, jump, that's it. That was actually what it. I was going to talk about was this fucking Beauty and the Beast bullshit. Okay. All right. Well, let's jump uh, Let's jump straight into the queue then. Um, so, oh, I will say real quick. <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember who who said this, but, oh, uh, no, I can't remember off the top of my head who said this. So I apologize. We were conversing and they were talking about the show and uh, they said that their only complaint about the show is that they feel as if we don't necessarily give enough breathing room to you and I just uh, bullshitting and not talking about music. And I'm just like, <laughs> the whole show the is whole just show. us bullshitting. <laughs> Much to your chagrin sometimes. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, it's, hard to, it's hard to rein it back in sometimes and get back on task. I, I, I would just say like, I think most of the show like, is bullshitting. We'll hear the best fucking thing we've heard in a while, and then we'll be like, you know, well... That was pretty good. You know what really fucking jacks me <laughs> off? Yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, so I don't know, man. I doubt, I think that you're the only, I can't remember who said that, but I think that you are officially the only person with that complaint. So, okay, in the queue this week, first up, we have got annual report. This comes to us from uh, Nicholas, who plays in Window Phase and various other projects. This is, uh, he said, a very fast, hardcore punk band that he plays in. Nicholas stays, uh, stays real fucking busy. Yeah, he's, he always, he's always doing something. Um, then we have got 1998. Uh, this is like a two-song single. This was sent to us by Joey. Um, the song that we're going to hear is Bunk Bed. And I think it's like, if we listen to this, if we end up landing on it. But he said it's decidedly not hardcore. It's like 90s slacker rock kind of stuff. But it's played by hardcore dudes, guys who... One of the guys who plays with Mark in Super Crush right now and who was also in, like, On and Devotion with Mark and some other bands. I guess one of the guys from, like, Killing the Dream is in this band. So the tried and true hardcore guys playing indie rock. Um, then we have got Iron Firmament with their self-titled release. This comes to us from our buddy Adam Walker, who said it's really good black metal. And then we have got Haywire with Conditioned for Demolition. Um, I love this. I already listened to this. It fucking rocks. It's just straight up, like, groovy, breakdown-style hardcore, and I really like it. Uh, I have to imagine many of our listeners have already heard this. It was sent in by Nick. Then we have got Torn with Torn Takeover. This was sent in by John. He said this is uh, some young bloods from Burlington, Vermont, who, uh, who really rip live. Then we have got uh, Mother Nature with Can You Feel the Rhythm. This was sent to our buddy Micah, who said it's not his normal brand of hardcore. It's like dirgy, very obviously influenced by Black Flag, probably some influence he's missing, maybe some of the more overtly hardcore rudimentary peni stuff. Uh, but he wanted to acknowledge up top that the write-up on the band camp really sucks ass. 
Then we have got Sick One with Still Sick. This was sent in by Nux, who said uh, that these, uh, he said something along the lines of, like, these assholes have gone and done it again. I didn't know that they did it the first time. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'll take your word for it. I mean, just looking at this, like, I, I don't know. This has got to be PV or Grind or something. Uh, maybe on the jokier variety, uh, of the jokier variety. Then we've got, man, what a bad band name. And John acknowledged it in the email, Extremely Brutal. Okay. Remaining, <laughs> remaining Afterlife. He said, yo, the name sucks, but this is like a death grind band with an emphasis on the death from Winnipeg who actually are really good, so disregard the name. We'll, we'll see. How? We'll see if they're good enough to get me... To, how am, to I, supposed me to to give how am I supposed to disregard the name? How could I possibly? Right. right? That's This is one of the worst band names I've seen since uh, Escuela Grind. Um, then we've got Vidro, who rocks. I have to imagine sure. many of our listeners already know that. This is uh, their new 7-inch, which isn't out yet, but a, uh, a single song is uh, streaming from it. And this was sent in by our buddy Matthias from Sweden, our Swedish correspondent. And then last up, we have Enemy with Maladjusted. Uh, this was sent in by Sutton, one of 11 p.m.'s releases from this year. And I don't think that I actually got around to listen to this one. So um, I'm sure that it rocks. Let's roll the dice and see what's up first. One. Okay, one is annual report. So this is uh, this is Nicholas's. I think this has got to be a solo project, and also like the the name of the release is B Sales, yeah. and like Nicholas Nicholas's email is Nicholas B Sales. So right. once again, this whole thing, like everything he does, is this sort of massive self-referential inside joke. Sure, which um, I can appreciate, which I really do appreciate. Yeah, for sure. Um, these songs are really, really fucking short. Uh, I have to imagine that 29 seconds is not necessarily going to be adequate, um, but maybe it will be. So we're at the very good. <laughs> I doubt it. I, I doubt it, but maybe. You know what I mean? Like, most likely we're going to listen to Fed to Snakes. Let's just do this. Let's just commit to this. We're going to listen to Fed to Snakes into Blow Up by annual report off of B Sales. <laughs> That was Fed to Snakes and Blow Up by Annual Report off of B-Sales. This is actually really sick. Um, yeah. This is really good. This is like, so the thing that I really like about this in particular is that a lot of the time when you see like hyper abbreviated fast hardcore, it is fast core. But this is not that. This no. is like, for I mean, it's updated. There, there are some like modern tricks in here. But it is very much like first wave hardcore in its approach and like in the way that something like a deep wound or a siege was not fast core or grind, even though it was presaging those things, sure. it was still distinctly like first wave American hardcore sure. just in a hyper abridged form. And Hy this very much feels that. that hyper abridged, way. sort of self destructive. Yeah. Um it's 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 uh it this is uh, I guess deconstructive to the very core. For sure. 
And this was really good. Yeah, it was awesome. I honestly think, like, out of all the stuff that that we've been sent, yeah, by Nick, repackage this a little bit. Get get rid of some of the silliness. Yes. And this is the one that sticks. Legitimately, yeah, for sure. Like the window phase stuff is just too obtuse for the vast majority of people to ever dig into it. The egg punk stuff that you sent in was actually good, but is clearly sort of like a genre exercise inside joke among you and your friends. This is just straight up really good, fast, hardcore. Like you just like hire somebody to do cool art for this and make it less jokey and like actually put this out into the world. And I think straight up people just like this. But the thing is, yeah, don't. Yeah, sure. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, right. Because because the 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 lack of self seriousness here, right, is I think just like that is what this dude is for sure. That's the thing. It, it, asking him to do otherwise would be in some way to compromise like a a, a critical component of like everything, like something that underlines every release that he has sent to us. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and there are four EPs by this project. Right. Yeah. So this one's from June of 2023, another one from August of 2023, October 2022, and June of 2022. So over the past, uh, you know, couple years, year and a half, yeah, you know, four EPs. This would be a cool thing to, like, collect onto a single cassette. Yeah, it sure would. And I think that people would really enjoy this. Like, I mean, like, the same sort of people who are fucking with Sidetracked or any number of, like, Trevor Vaughn's, like, yeah. uh, projects, like, Internal, I think would also really like this. Like, Trevor just did, uh, he did, like, a 19-song cover EP that I think Gwen at Blind Rage is pressing up um, of, like, all the best hardcore songs under 20 seconds. Like, that was his, right. that was his premise, right. right? And so there's, like, all the classics that sure. you might imagine are on there. There's all those Void songs all on those, there. All those great 20 second or less <laughs> there's some good ones there's some good ones I'm there just saying good ones like, you, know. you know so there's you know Void and Siege and all that kind of sure. stuff on there and uh, I think the same people who like that would absolutely like this right you know you know I mean? the, the only the only thing is I got this bookmarked I gotta listen to the rest of these EPs yeah because just knowing nothing about no, knowing nothing about Nicholas B sales yeah but just knowing what I do right there's no guarantee Yes. Right? There's no guarantee that what came out in 2022 sounds like what we just heard. That's very true. I'm going to go, let's, let's, let's review. <laughs> After the show, we'll review and we'll see if there's, yeah. if there's any continuity between these things. Right. right? But what we just heard, those two tracks fucking were good. And they sounded good, too. The and drums were fucking slapping. Yeah, they're, they're stupid and nasty. Yeah. Right? The lyrics are just sort of, you know, the, the songs themselves are just mean-spirited, juvenile. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like the, the lyrics to government torture, which we didn't hear, but the first verse is kidnap all of our public officials, chop all their dicks off, nails in their vaginas. Yes. Right. Yeah. Sick, dude. Send them to the high seas, watch them writhe around, film it for TV. It'll boost the ratings. Right. Cool. Believe me, I think about this shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think about, I, I, I honestly yeah. think about an atoll uh-huh. where I just dump off yeah. like naked Naked uh, government officials, sure. aforementioned billionaires, right? People, people generally just just draw my ire, <laughs> right? Yeah, and just kind of creating like like a flat like a flesh island, <laughs> right? Yeah, where like they're just dying of exposure. They're 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 going at each other's throat. It's Lord of the Flies, right? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a 
it's a Pacific abattoir. Sure. Right. Yes. Some atoll in the middle of the Pacific. Yeah. Where they're just forgotten about. Yeah. Right. Pretty cool. <laughs> you go have fun. Yeah. There's probably something in there to eat. I don't know. Figure it out. See ya. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that was surprisingly quite good. Uh, not that surprisingly, because I like a lot of what Nicholas does, but that was like surprisingly cogent, I guess. Yeah. You know? We ought to start killing people. <laughs> is the last song <laughs> sick agreed <laughs> um all right let's uh let's roll the dice see what's up next also you gotta stop clicking that thing what it's coming through the fucking the thing. yeah the, you can't like, help it man i have to get you a silent my fingers fidget gotta, my spinner, fingers gotta fidget click, man toy of some sort i gotta click four okay four is torn with torn takeover this is the one that uh John from the path sent us and described as local young bloods who uh, who really rip live. Um, yeah, okay. Let's uh, let's just dig into it. We're gonna hear the song "Slug" by Torn off of Torn Takeover. <laughs> Slug by Torn off of Torn Takeover, which appears to be their uh, debut release, and it just came out a couple days ago as of the time of this recording. Nate, how'd you feel about it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I share the sentiment. Sure. Here's another band that we'll probably like to see, a bikiniless atoll, right? Yeah. Rimmed by seagulls like flies. Sure, yeah. Compacted remains, maybe some, some sun-scorched, dehydrated billionaires sitting atop, wondering what the fuck to do when they're going to die. Yeah, it, it seems like that sentiment is expressed in this song. Yeah. Maybe not that explicitly, but yeah. I have a feeling that the individual who wrote this song would approve of that plan. Yeah. Musically, this was fine. 
if this is indeed like young kids, that makes a lot of sense sure. because like yep. so many things we hear in this lane, like the Piazzas of the world, this doesn't capture me the same, my, my no. attention or imagination the same way that Piazza does, but in the same way that it's sort of a, a general uh, cross section of a lot of different styles thrown into a blender and landing on this thing that sounds distinctly of this precise moment in a kind of hard to articulate way like yeah, yeah this is in that pocket yeah for sure, yeah you know? and like like a lot of the a, a lot of the i guess uh, inspiration yeah that i i perceive in this yeah is probably perceived by classics as, from these folks right sure yeah, but yeah, yeah. like it just feels far too fucking get the fuck up and modern and reminiscent yeah. of uh, a horrific era in american music to me yeah for sure man like this to me is is obviously not sitting in my in my sweet spot in terms of my interests. But like if these were young kids in my local scene who were really cool and played really hard live, like, yeah, that's, that's sick. You know? th that's what matters, right? Yeah. It's like, you know, just keeping, just keeping, you know, younger folks and shit engaged and yeah. hype and interested. Yeah, cool. Get for it. sure. And and you can do a lot more offensive things than this. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know what I mean? For sure. And it sounded like overall fairly competent. Mm -hmm. Like there were no, there was nothing egregious about how this was played or recorded or anything like that. And I was actually, uh, especially for a band with like beat down right in the description, this really didn't lean into any sort of deeply annoying beat down That's tropes. That's right. Didn't, didn't anyway. There was no like chromatic slam riffs that no. have been done a zillion times in this. There was nothing that really interested me either, but like I said, this is totally inoffensive for young people. Like, this is a great uh, sort of entry-level get-your-foot-in-the-door style of heavy music to play. It felt like there was about one and a half to two seconds missing from the end of this song. Well, it would. I think it goes straight yeah, into but that it didn't feel. I, I don't know. Maybe it was just the way it transitioned on Bandcamp. Yeah. But it didn't. It didn't feel like a seamless transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Whatever. I think it was just how it transitioned on Bandcamp. Okay. Um, all right. What's next? Seven. Okay. Seven is the new Vidro. Up till Dan's is uh, is that's U P P T I L L D A N S. Up till Dan's. So this is uh, once the one song that is available off of this forthcoming seven inch. Uh, I'm not sure who's putting this out. Let's see. Okay, European Press, Push My Buttons, plus uh, uh, Cacho de Vidro, uh, and U.S. Beach Press, Impediment. Beach Impediment, which makes a lot of sense. I think they released the last uh, mm -hmm. the last uh, Vidro material stateside. So we're going to listen uh, to Up Till Dawn's by Vidro. <laughs> Yeah, my fantasy. 
Okay, we just heard Up Till Dawn's by Vidro off of their upcoming 7-inch out on Beach Impediment. So I was trying to figure out when we actually first heard this band, and it was a long time ago. Like, at this point, almost 40 years ago. We had them on the show in March of 2020. So we had their split with uh, Cancro on the show. Yeah, okay. And all I will say is this is really good. It's very, very good at what it does. But compared to where we were at and where music was at four years ago, my interest in this particular type of hardcore punk has just waned a little bit because of the pure saturation of the form. Mm. But this is still a really excellent version of what it is. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this, but I see where you're coming from. We've heard we've heard a lot of that guitar tone. Yeah. We've heard a lot of that fucking tempo. This is like a this is almost like a, a stompy post anarcho yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of you know, thing going on, at least with this track anyway. For sure. Honestly, I remember liking this band before, but I don't really remember too much of what they sounded like. There were some faster paces, and yeah. I have to imagine there will be more fast-paced stuff on the rest of the 7-inch. Yeah, because like, that's just the, a stomper. the title. This is the stomper. Up yeah. to dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like this. I'm definitely curious to hear what the rest of this sounds like. I hope it fucking rips. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought this was really good. But, yeah, I, I kind of I can see where you come from where it's like there's a ton of stuff that has come out like this since then. The the post the post exit order, you know, post hoax, mm. post gag wave of just like chorus drenched, stompy, decidedly mid tempo hardcore punk of this variety. There's just a lot of it and a lot of it is really good. But my attention span is shortened just because of, like, the sheer glut of this stuff. You know what I mean? But this is good. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I, I kind of share that sentiment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But still, it's good. Uh, no no doubt. It's, not, it's boring, but it's good. Not, not talking shit. This is good. <laughs> I'd go see this man. It's fine. I, I, it's fine, but this is good. I, <laughs> well, don't worry. I, I, would dri- I would drive a couple hours to see this band if they were playing oh, yeah, indie. Sure. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Like, would happily book this band. Sure, this band would rip. Would probably mosh. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not talking shit. I'm just saying... In 2019, I was like, damn, fuck yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, nice, good job. This is good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, all right, what's next? I can't wait for that to happen with Oi. <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming for sure, dude. Three. All right, three is Haywire, conditioned for demolition. Dude, uh, this is it, it's coming for this stuff next week. This? What, what? This demo core, if, it's, if this is bouncy New York demo core, yeah. it's coming for this shit next Oh, no, week. no, no. I could, I could take this all day, every day for the rest of my life. So we're going to listen to the second song in here. That's what was uh, that was what was suggested to us, so I'm just going to defer. But uh, there are a lot of fucking bangers on this. Um, I know, like, it. Uh, this one features Colin of Arabia, I think, doing some guest vocals. Um, I know Chubby from Chubby and the Gang is on one of these tracks, maybe a couple of the Chisel Boys. My buddy Daniel, who plays in Angel Dust and various other bands, I know wrote a couple of these songs. Um, Are they in the band? Not it. So what, is it like fucking Farm Aid? <laughs> <laughs> so this is this is one guy, Austin, who plays guitar in Conservative Military Image. Yeah. This is like his kind of solo project, and I think he just recruited a bunch of people to help him out with like various songs. Yeah. Like some guys played guitar on a couple tracks, one guy played drums on like three songs, you know what I mean? And then he just got a bunch of his friends to like do vocals and shit. <laughs> I really appreciate, I mean, he does the main vocals, but he has his friends do, do vocals on tracks and stuff. I do really appreciate though that 
as we often say, because we complain all the time about like featuring this motherfucker, featuring this motherfucker. Not mentioned. Not mentioned. You know what I'm saying? Read it's the just fucking, read the fucking liner notes. You can read the liner notes, but right here on the fucking on days on the days uh, Bandcamp page, there's no featuring this guy, featuring that guy. They just let the music speak right. for itself, and I really appreciate that. Right. So it's written by one dude from Conservative Military Image. Yes, and various um, other bands. He also plays in. He sings for Suburban Scum now. Sure, sure, sure. He plays in uh, what yellow, right. yellow. But stitches, then there's just other fucking random bands that show up on top. Yeah, yeah. And there's a bunch of other fools that are on this as well. So, uh, so we're gonna listen to Poser Disposer by Haywire off of Condition for Demolition. Poser Disposer. I'll by show Haywire. myself out. Thank you. That was Poser Disposer by Haywire off of Condition for Demolition. This record fucking rules. Okay. This shit rocks. Okay. What, what don't you like about this? <laughs> Come on, man. What? What's your What's your problem with this? I'm just not chilling with it, dude. Why? What, what's the, What's the issue? Uh, musically, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Right. It just. Uh, I don't know, man. I. I'm tired of the fucking aping up the fucking hard ass whether it's for real or not but that's not what this is yeah kind of no it's not i'm just tired of it man like i don't know man is this just just uh whatever i got whatever man but in the song it says it's not about status or being cool or tough oh that's oh. a, that's a lyric in the song. Okay, I'm just saying, man, this didn't stick with me. Okay, that, this didn't stick with that's, me. Like, that's, like honestly, the moment if I'm at a show, the moment this starts, yeah, that blows my mind. It's because the thing about it is, it's fine that it's not sticking with you. I'm just saying that your your accusation about it being like uh, here's why I because I really don't like songs about the scene. Ah, yes, yeah, so I, I don't relate to that. I'm just fine with songs about I really scene. don't. I love songs about Like, the I scene. just don't fucking care. When bands talk about pride in the scene and this in the scene, who gives a fuck? Insert gun, <coughs> pull trigger, don't give a fuck. Okay. When people talk about, oh, the fucking music, you just don't fucking get it. Yeah, I guess, but who gives a fuck? Like, what the fuck are you crying about? What the fuck are you screaming about? Yeah. You know? I don't know, man. It's just, this shit, like, like songs about... The scene, the pride, the punks, the streets. None of that shit ever sticks with me. It's so fucking corny. 
Yeah, I love it. I think it rocks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying I don't. I love a, I love a scene that celebrates itself. Uh, I very much love like self-referential songs about hardcore. I think that's like one of the things, in fact, that kind of makes the genre unique. And it's totally fine to not like that. I mean, that's I'm not trying to change your mind. I I'm mean, just ima imagine, imagine, imagine. Well, I guess they do exist. So just I'm thinking about like a death metal song. Yeah, where they're talking about like you know the fucking where they're basically talking about the death metal show. Sure, yeah. It doesn't work in that format. It doesn't. And it for me, it doesn't work in any but format. It, I mean, there's plenty of, of like crossover thrash songs that are about the same thing. Yeah, they are. And I think those are always the stupidest ones. Oh, man, I think those rock. I See, yeah, just we're, the stupidest we're just on ones. different pages with that. Because I love, that's the one thing I love about thrash metal as well, is like self-referential songs about thrashing and moshing and like the show. It's, it's like, my, I love those. I, I just, it's rare. I can't think of one where I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. Nah, man, I love it. I love it. I just think it's fucking dumb. Yeah, I think it rocks. Uh, I think this whole LP is fucking awesome. It's a very, very strong debut. I think they maybe had like, they maybe had like a demo or a couple singles before this. I don't know, even know if they had like a proper demo. Uh, but I think that this whole record is fucking awesome. I think the lyrics are fun and sick. I love a self-referential song about hardcore. Um, I got a couple in the. I got a couple coming down the pipe. Yeah, I won't like them on the new Colossal Man record. I won't like them. I'm not writing for you. I'm writing for cool people. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead. Go ahead and write for your cools. <laughs> I'm writing for cool young people who You're are saying. gonna who are gonna who are gonna come out and dance and sing along to my sick band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's let's sing about how cool the music is. Yeah. Yeah, sure. okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think the <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. The music is cool. That's why I'm that's why I continue yeah. to be invested in it at the age of thirty four, because uh -huh. it's cool. Yeah, we know that. We don't need to fucking sing about it. No, nah, I like And then like, it. you know, strut around about it i like singing about it i don't and i love i dumb. love singing about gay ass posers yeah yeah, yeah. um <laughs> okay what's uh, what's next <laughs> i'm glad that we landed on totally opposite ends of the spectrum yeah like the music's like 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 if, if if the music was about anything other than the fucking scene yeah but right? also you know what we have to acknowledge something which is that there are plenty of songs like this that have slipped by you on this show and one thing that we've never discussed on the show explicitly, but that anybody who listens to this show knows at this point, is that it just depends on the fucking night with you. It really does. It really <laughs> it does. And, and, and I night. think also, like, I think probably just, like, how saturated and, like, on top sure. of everything yeah, those yeah, yeah. vocals were. Sure, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, here we fucking go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Right. Listen to this fucking grown man crying about his fucking hardcore. I don't think he was crying. It sounds like he's fucking crying to me. Just fun. It's just fun lyrics. I'm not here to be tough. I'm just here to dance and have a good time. <laughs> it was just literally just classic fun lyrics hey, about hardcore. Hey, COA, get this guy out of here. He's bumming out our scene. It was, again, just, you know, a yeah. fun, lighthearted uh -huh. set of lyrics. Yeah. Whatever, well, I get it. I get it. I'm just saying. Like, I, I, that shit doesn't stick with me. Yeah, I think it's cool. All right. <laughs> what's, the, what's next? Two. All right, two is Iron Firmament, Firmament with their self-titled release. This is the one. I guarantee you there's no, there's no, there's not a single fucking song on here about the black metal scene <laughs> and what goes down in this show. There definitely are, again, self-referential black metal songs for sure. Um, so this is the one that Adam sent to us and just said was good black metal. I tend to trust 
Adam's uh, <laughs> yeah. Adam's tastes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Particularly in the metal world. Usually if he says, hey, this is good black metal, I trust him. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. They've got, they got the first song queued up to play, and I don't think he recommended anything specific to us. Um, I'll double check just to make sure I'm not fucking it up. No, no particular song. So we're going to listen to The Oceans Above by Iron, for Iron Firmament off of their self-titled release. Yeah. 
that was the oceans above by iron firmament man i can't say this name this those words in combination to me iron, iron firmament. firmament it's tough it's, kind, it's tougher than yeah. you might think firmament on its own is already a little bit you know yeah. iron firmament with their self-titled release um how'd you feel about that 1992 yeah exactly yeah right i mean here's the thing nothing needs to change from that no nah, for sure right yeah so yeah fine yeah. this was fucking great yeah it was awesome puts me in the mood for for that you know you know what i mean like yeah. i'm not always in the mood for the purest of second wave black metal sure um but this is a really good example of it i fucking dug this i'm gonna check out the rest of this yeah uh i was supposed to get some snowstorms this uh this uh week Possibly to tonight. Yeah. Cold as shit next week. This is this is definitely snowstorm music. This is. I'll be listening to this while I'm out in the ice fishing next week. Yeah, for sure. If if uh, if the weather gets bad enough, the record store might close. Although usually not. But if so, I'm gonna be in there listening to this type of shit all day. For yeah, sure. I, I really I really fucking enjoyed this. Yeah, uh, it was awesome. The uh, the acoustic stuff was seamlessly sort of, you know, included in there. Yeah, the keys as well. This is uh whoever this is. Yeah, uh, Korg. Poly six uh-huh. uh, is a, is a busy little bee. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Two five song EPs released in June and November of twenty twenty three. Oh and then shit! Now this this not so you know nineteen songs. Yeah, that's in seven months. And when you're writing songs months. like this, this is not that's not the same as writing nineteen short hardcore songs right. in like half a year. Right, this right, is right. Like five to eight minute long yeah. fucking like black metal and dungeon synth yeah. tracks no this is fucking sick yeah it was awesome. utterly mysterious even on metallum um the uh it says uh the uh, genre is raw black metal mm-hmm. and the themes are snakes and ruins <laughs> sick themes dude those are <laughs> if you have to choose two themes snakes and ruins are pretty good yeah if you could only choose two things to talk about right snakes and ruins right now, the bad news is I could make out some of the lyrics on this. Oh, who cares? Well, I can make out some of the lyrics, and some of the lyrics were about... <sighs> I, hate the to te- I hate to tell you. It was about it was, the black it metal was, scene. Was it about the it scene? About the it scene. was about the scene, right? It was, yeah. It was about how we're just here to scowl yes, exactly. and sulk. <laughs> yes, yes. Right. The show is about skulking about right. in, your, in your corpse paint. Right. Uh, any posers who show up with a loud mouth are going to get ousted. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. Yes. I thought I heard something about. I thought him. I thought I heard him say the line of like. I, I thought I heard him say something to the effect of like, "Yo, Mysterium, show this guy yeah. out the door." <laughs> he says exactly. He said, hey, "Nocturnus, yeah, bubble him with the flail." Right, right. Yes, Nocturnus. <laughs> Excrete him from the portal. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so, unfortunately, I don't think you're going to be able to rock with this. Yeah, just I guess of, not. Just you know, the but content. the thing is, that like the vocals weren't quite as upfront, so I can yeah, I can sure, let this sure, one slide sure. a little bit. Fair, fair hey, enough. I got some really interesting news. Okay, check this out. I did see you. I did hear you laugh about something while we were listening to this song. Oh I was yeah, wondering what you discovered. Look at this. Look at these trends on Beauty and the Beast. Oh, 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 are you kidding me, dude? Right. Look at this. Okay, so when is that? When is that when that, is that is spike? fucking Christmas Eve when everybody's watching Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> that's the search. That's the search interest. Yes, right there. Right there. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, look at it just start to climb. Look yeah, at it man. start to climb. We started talking about Beauty and the Beast this fall. Yeah. Yeah. And look and at it, it just goes up. It starts and to climb. Look at this. Check this out. Yeah. Interest by region. Oh. United States again, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> there you go, man. There you fucking go, dude. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's not surprising. That's not surprising whatsoever. So I think that we uh, we probably can you can you see like how much it's like up by you know what I'm saying like oh yeah there's like a compare there's a compare I don't know yeah we we can d dig into this and get a little bit more granular right I would love to see like what the what the percentage increase is we, we can go back five years okay oh, oh no dude contest, no fucking dude. way look <laughs> at this. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait. That was in 2022, though. That was before us. Oh, damn. I wonder what I wonder what spiked the interest there. I don't know. Oh, look at this right here at the yeah. end. Yep, that's it. Us. Drops off precipitously after 2022. Yeah. Right. 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 And then at the beginning of 2023, it's at its nadir almost. Yes. And then look at this. Here we come in the fall. Yep. We're watching Beauty and the Beast. Yep. Here it goes, here it goes, back up again. I would be interested, though, because that's beauty, That's just Beauty and the Beast. I would be interested if we got more specific with, like, Beauty and the Beast 1987 or Beauty and the Beast series. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, there is, there's, like, Beauty and the Beast is one thing. Beauty and the Beast, the series, is a very, very different thing. So let's look. Yeah, we'll just check out, like, the past, the past year. Wow, mm. that's an interesting, that's an interesting trajectory. But that's look at that. That's oh, okay. right that's around exactly where we started, where talking, we started about talking about it. Yep. Right. And yep. people got tired of our shit. But then right. look, Christmas is coming. Yep. Hey, I heard there's this good show from right. 1987. Let's check it out. Yep. Right. For sure. Trends are rising. Yep. Okay. I think that we can. Uh, I think that we can very clearly draw and look at that a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can very clearly draw a line from our discussion of Beauty and the Beast and an uptick. In search, search interest, the highest search interest is in the uh, U.S. Yeah, yep, for sure. Crazy. Okay, there you go. It's been proven beyond all doubt. <laughs> On any shadow of a doubt. <laughs> yes, exactly. All right, what is uh, what is next? Five. All right, five is Enemy with Maladjusted. This is one of uh, 11 p.m. releases, one of 11 p.m.'s releases from this year, and uh, it's not one that I got around to, actually, so... So let's check it out. They got the first song queued up to play, which is like a it's a slash. You're getting two for one. So we're going to listen to Unprecedented Slash Zero Sum Game by Enemy off of Maladjusted.
that was Enemy with Unprecedented and Zero Sum Game off of their release, Maladjusted. So as soon as I heard the sax on that, I remembered, oh, fuck, I actually did hear this. I didn't hear the whole release, though. I just listened to those first two songs. I think maybe before I had to go to work or something, like I, I clicked a link and I listened to it and I remember the sax being like jarring but sick. And I'm sad to report because I remember having the thought at the time, I hope that this sax appears throughout the record. But it looks like uh, it says here, tenor saxophone on unprecedented slash zero-sum game, Nick Flessa. So it looks like just on that track, the sax appears. Yeah, I actually, I didn't hear it at first. And then when I started hearing it, I was like, the fuck is that tone? Yeah, 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 for sure. Because your mind doesn't, you doesn't immediately go to sax, right? <laughs> no, and when it does, it yeah. doesn't, especially in, in the realm of punk, it does not enter a good place. Yeah, yeah, not usually. Right? Right. So I'm like, what the fuck is that sound? And then I scroll down, and I'm like, yeah, there is a saxophone in there. Yeah. Um, I thought it was okay. Yeah. I don't know if I want to hear that in every song. Sure. And I don't know if, like... I think it becomes a gimmick real quick. I mean, this is this song was fucking sick. This looks like a this looks like a sick re- like like just as far as you know the what you're getting here. Yeah, nine songs for sure. It's running you know twenty to eighteen to twenty ish minutes. Yeah, sure. Um, fucking nice, yeah. right? I I think probably by the end of this, if the sax popped up in different songs. You think, oh, okay, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could, you could, you could maybe think that they were gunning for the NPR write up, like, oh, okay, this yeah. is kind of a thing. Yeah, with it just in that particular, in that, in that particular song, like it feels like an homage to like New York's All Right by Fear or Dude, something like yeah, that. Exactly, you know? exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly, right. And, and so, yeah, I mean, I thought this was fucking sick. I got to listen sick. to the rest of this. Um, sad, I slept, I slept on it, but it looks like there's still plenty of them for sale. So yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know. Whatever paydays are coming, um, yeah. I don't know. I wonder how many. I wonder how many horn players there are that are into hardcore. Mm-hmm. They're just like, God damn it. I mean, some of them just try to go ahead and it, and I know build their influences and, and their interests, and it it basically never works. You end up with ska core. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, you end up with uh, like, flaming tsunamis. Like, or how many times have you seen? Like, how many times? Have you seen a horn come out of the show and you think, oh, God. <laughs> I'll tell you the only the only time that I'm like, all right, fine, is if I'm seeing Gorilla Biscuits yeah. and they're doing the intro. Right. And and basically, if you're a hardcore horn player, if you're not going to lower yourself to playing in like a ska core band, basically the only opportunity that you get to, to meld those two interests is Gorilla Biscuits is coming to town. I got to learn that intro so I can say, hey, I'm your guy. I got to play it. And the thing is, I think that there are some, like, wind instruments that might actually work. Yeah. Like a contrabassoon. Sure. Yeah. That would fucking work. I will say there was, and I haven't revisited this material in a long time, so I don't want anybody to take this as, like, a, a resounding fucking, like, endorsement of this band because I remember liking it when I was a young man. But there was... Against all authority. No, not against all authority. No, um, no. the The name was uh, fuck. Now the name you you saying that name just jettisoned the name of the actual it's fucking all you can band. Think about is against all. Authority. Yeah, that band is yeah. fucking awful. No, there is a there is a pre hostage calm band um, that was like from Connecticut. And they kind of like they loosely at all costs. That was that was the name of the band. Yeah, they loosely played like a form of kind of like. I don't know, straight edge, youth crew informed hardcore. Yeah. 
but they had horns and they weren't a ska band. Mm. I remember really liking it when I was much younger. Yeah. I don't know that I would like it as much at 34 as I did when I was 19. Yeah. I see. That's the thing. I think that like, there's a window sure, yeah. where it's like anything goes and yeah, this works and it's novel. You're like, Oh, whoa, oh wow. horns. right. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, I don't know. Hey, yeah. check this out. Let's see if this would work. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Putting some sonorous low tones. <laughs> you could, you could hear. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could find a way to incorporate that in yeah. there. Maybe. Don't don't play all this stuff because all that you're gonna do is create work for me because I'm gonna have to look up. I can't hear you. This guy's this this guy's talking. Hold on, I can't figure out how to shut him up. He won't stop talking. Get out of here. Why won't it go away? There we go. <laughs> I was just gonna say, don't keep playing contrabassoon sounds and shit because then all I have to do is go find contrabassoon <laughs> sounds to like rip from the internet <laughs> so that I can drop them into the show so anyone knows what the fuck we're talking about. I go down these fucking rabbit holes like once every two years where I look up the weirdest fucking instruments I can. Yeah, and it always begins with a contrabassoon. Yeah, that's just a it's a good first step into right. a weird, a weird little rabbit hole for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um. All right, let's roll the dice again. And then we can maybe do some. Uh, we got we got a, a handful of voicemails and texts. All right, uh, one. Okay, so we're gonna. I guess we'll end the night on some uh, some indie rock because this is 1998 with Bunk Bed. This is the thing that Joey sent in. I forgot to note when I was going through the uh, the queue. Joey, you sent us in a YouTube music link. Never do that again. Nobody. What are you, what are you crazy? <laughs> are you fucking insane, dude? I don't have a YouTube music subscription. I don't know anybody who does except for you, I guess. I, I guess I've seen some people on the internet swear by it. I don't fucking care, man. I'm, I'm not adopting new things anymore. No, I'm done. Okay? I have Spotify by the sheer necessity of, like, needing to be able to easily stream music when I'm at work. Like, like Iron Firmament. I have heard my fucking call the winter moon. I don't need anything else. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Like I I don't I do not need more streaming platforms. In fact, we need to like it's literally this is the complaint lobbied by everybody. So I'm not I'm not I'm not saying anything new here, but we literally are just back to having satellite now. Because in order to get all of the things that you want, you just have to have so many subscriptions that you might as well just be paying for satellite or cable service. It's it's just it's just bad again. But here's the thing: all you need to realize is you don't actually want any of it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but I do want some of it. And most of it's not good, though. Mo yeah, of course, most of everything ever created. Most, isn't yeah, but good. like there's a there's a lot of things being created now. Yeah, and most of it's not good. That's been the that's been the same. Not nearly always. as much as there is now. It's simply because, yeah, well, the I think the margins are probably the same. But I bet they're not. The numbers I are bet something bigger. I bet they're not. How, how, how long do you spend flipping through fucking titles on Netflix before you see something that even kind of looks like something you want to land on? That's what I'm saying, though. It's just because there's more stuff. We've had this conversation no, I'm before. Telling you. <laughs> I disagree. I'm telling you. I disagree. I'm telling you. All right. So, all right. We're going to listen to uh, Bunk Bed by 1998. Joey described this as slacker rock. Let's find out because his uh, description of power pop in the past has not been entirely reliable. So.
All right, that was Bunk Bed by 1998. I have no idea what else this band has put out, if anything, because this is just this song and then a B-side called Arnold's Cove. There's a, over over. There's another song from oh, a month yeah, ago, March, March Madness. Madness. Okay, Nate, how'd you feel that day? Fucking kill me. Yeah. Okay. I I, I assumed. I right. assumed that's how you'd feel. This about is that. this is this is what's playing out of the chopper as I <laughs> circle fucking Flesh Island. <laughs> Right, with the withering billionaires <laughs> upon the festering heap of corpses. <laughs> yeah. Right? Sure. Their flesh rendered and picked by crabs and sea seagulls. Uh-huh. And like maybe I'll throw a water bottle down at them. <laughs> just see who gets like it. Like a 20-ouncer. Right, yeah. And I just play this. Okay. And thank God I can't hear it through the headphones and the chopper. Okay. That's how I figured that you would feel about this. I liked this a lot. This is slacker rock, but more specifically, this is just straight up, like, Clouds Taste Metallic era Flaming Lips, like to a T. Um, in the sort of lackadaisical delivery, in the vocal approach, like in just sort of how the instrumentation came together, like this is just straight up like early 90s, early to mid 90s Flaming Lips, which I really fucking like. Therefore, I really liked this. And it's not really a band that I hear emulated too often. I don't know if that was on purpose or just a happy accident, but if you're playing 90s-inspired music and you land on this, I can't help but to think that you're probably doing it on purpose because you know enough to be inspired by the alt-rock of that decade. You probably know enough to be listening to Cloud's Taste Metallic by Flaming Lips, which means you're probably doing this on purpose. So shout out to you if, if that's the case. I thought that this was really sick. Nate, I fully expected you to despise this. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was real good. I'm going to listen yeah. to the B-side, and then I'll go back and listen to March Madness. I couldn't find a band camp for these guys. I can't find Discogs or anything. Yeah, for sure. So it has to be a fairly new proj- project. I don't know why this isn't on Bandcamp. I guess I'll check and see if it's on Spotify. It's on YouTube music for the three people who listen to this show who subscribe to that for some reason that I couldn't explain. Dude, the comments for this are killing me. Wow, I don't know if I've ever been this new to a piece of music before. Good job, guys. What the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Amazing algorithm recommendation. (laughs) Thanks, computer. Those, those sound like computers. <laughs> those sound like auto-generated comments, yes. for sure. Uh, yeah, man. I The people who comment on YouTube videos are like a different type of life form. I know. I know. Like, They're like a different I type know. of person. I know, me. but I'm not even sure that this is even a living a living thing. No, these, these, these very well might be AI bots. Wow, I don't know if I've ever been this new to a piece <laughs> of music before. I don't understand. What, is, what does that what mean? What does that please, mean? Please explain. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got we have a, a accumulated uh, calls and texts from like beginning the like December twelfth or something All right. to get through. So let's pivot to that, tackle those, and then call it a night. Okay. Speaking of bots, you yeah. you wouldn't know this because you don't have Instagram, but it's it's an it's an epidemic that's been going on for probably a year, maybe a year and a half now, where every time you post like an Instagram story, mm-hmm. bots will view your page, and they're always like porn bots. And I don't know who is falling for these, but the most common one, for whatever reason, the most common name is Watch My Pussies Come. <laughs> <laughs> and so if I go to look at who is like, you know, you, see, you can see who viewed your stories. Yeah. I always got Watch My Pussies Come there, dude. No matter how many times I block it, there's always a new Watch My Pussies Come. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. I just wish we'd get it over with. <laughs> 
what just the collapse of like, yeah just just ruining the, the, all of these all of these tools becoming totally unusable yeah yeah I, for sure man I'm, I'm i'm ready for it to just all go away because right now i have to i feel like oh man i gotta participate because everybody's here and it's like the only way to promote shows and do that kind of yeah. stuff if they just become unusable then i can finally be like eh, oh well i guess i'll now just have go, to pass we, out flyers we go again. back to the old ways <laughs> yeah for sure it would be fucking awesome Yo, what's up, fuckers? It's Daddy Long Legs. I'm listening to the newest episode where you guys are talking about Jesus. Uh, I just wanted to say I have said the exact same thing. If you think about it, if you had some super annoying dude in your small town and he literally just wouldn't shut the fuck up, it's only a matter of time before you fucking put him up on something. Uh, number two, I think it would be absolutely hilarious. Uh, I, sometimes I think how easy it would be to beat the shit out of Jesus. I mean, you got to think this guy is probably four foot five, 90 pounds, maximum, malnourished, no modern health care, no modern nutrients. It would just be hilarious. I just, I would love to give Jesus an old shit kicking. Have a good one, fuckers. All right, I feel like I may have gone a little too far on my last message, so I just wanted to share my favorite Bible verse. This is First Timothy chapter 2, uh, verses 11 through 12. A woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She must remain silent. Jesus rocks. Have a good one, guys. Hey. <laughs> A, cl a classic. Classic. A classic, right? Right. Yeah. Sure. If there's one thing the Bible is full of, it's classics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's classic <laughs> takes of the era. Yes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got uh, we got a Sutton call, so let's tackle this one. Yo, I haven't called in a minute, but it's not going to be a stupid rant. Curious, what are your guys' thoughts on people who reclaim edge? When it comes from a sincere place, now maybe it's someone who, like, per se, relapsed or was in a spiral of sorts where mental health may have played effect or just just did it. Like, they broke on their own recognizance and how they feel that they were closer to themselves or identity or whatever or just thought, hey, I feel comfortable doing this. I'm going to reclaim. Is it... Hey, come from a sincere place, do whatever you want, fuck it, we don't care, or fuck you, you join the fucking retards that do it for trend hopping, kill yourself. That's all. Uh, yeah. Peace. What a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, I, I guess my thoughts on it could be boiled down to this, which is that, like, 
of course I don't actually care because I'm a grown adult. <laughs> and and this is what I would say to a grown adult who's who's thinking about whether or not they can and or should. <laughs> what, are <you laughs> talking about? Just, what are you talking what about? What are you doing? <laughs> this is a thing I did when I was seventeen. Right. This you is know? this is a solemn oath I made when I was a seventeen year old boy. <laughs> right. I just happened to not I just happened to have not strayed right. from it. The thing, like, so, so here's here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I like when you hear about celebrities yeah. that are like up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know James Hetfield. Sure, yeah. Straight edge, you know? right? <laughs> like you're fucking sixty something <laughs> for sure, dude. Here's the thing: it's like I became straight edge when I was seventeen, and by pure luck of the dice, dude. My views happened to, on that specific topic happened to have remained the same right. low these past 17 years. Right. It, that's it. That's all it is, is that <laughs> I, I happened by sheer chance yeah. to stumble into a decision that has applied to the rest of my life, right? But, like, you just as easily could not. If I were 34, if I'm the age I am now and I got so, let's say I was straight edge, I wasn't straight edge for a decade, it wouldn't even occur to me no. <laughs> to be like, oh, dude, I should be straight edge again. Right? I know. Like, like <laughs> You're just sober now. You're I mean, an adult. Right. You're just sober. Yeah, you're just sober. <laughs> like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, like when I was 17, all my my friends were straight edge too, and we were in a cool little club. And right. We, they, our bands were singing about it's it. It's a children's crusade. <laughs> exactly. Yes, for sure, dude. Like, look, I still think <laughs> that like, the ideas still resonate with me. Don't get me wrong, but like... You're a grown man thinking about think, becoming straight edge again? I, yeah, <laughs> what are you, you fucking doing? Fucking, like, Go to therapy or something, dude. Yeah, well, like, what are you talking about? I think maybe yeah. there's room for a grift in there. Oh, there's room for a grift in I there. I think maybe sure. there's yeah, room yeah, for yeah, a grift yeah, in there. Yeah. I think I think it's like the straight edge Kurgan. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think it's like as straight edge elder statesman. Yeah. We we can really prey on these lambs. Yeah, of that are course, coming off a dude. fucking bender and sell a lifestyle to them again. Yeah, it's like the same way that like you know you have like sober or like Christian aligned like biker clubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We can yeah. be like the reclaimed right. like the adult right reclaimed edge like MC right. style thing where it's like we sell T shirts right. to you and like self help pamphlets right. and shit right. like and that. And it's all know? meant to build. It's all meant to build like a sense of unity within right. these yeah, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Sure. Meanwhile, yeah. raking in the dough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. Raking it in. You know, we had talked about in the group text about like trying to find a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Some kind of grift that we could, you know, <laughs> it wasn't. It wouldn't be an overt right yeah, scheme. Yeah. Sure. So I think this is the one. This might be it, man. I think sure. this is the one. Yeah. We can we can resell straight edge to. Uh, to um i guess uh on again off the gains yeah 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 <laughs> and like you know like withering gen xers <laughs> yeah, right sure, who are coming off a bad divorce right yeah 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 and resell it to them yeah that's a great idea man oh yeah for sure okay create well, like a whole identity of like middle-edged straight edge middle-edged straight edge yeah yeah. yeah 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 for sure like it's this is specifically tailored to you right it's like middle edge it's middle dude edge, it sells dude. its fucking self <laughs> yeah. it sells its fucking self middle edge yes yeah, that's it man. right yo yeah it's like disneyfied disneyfied straight edge. yeah 
yes. you know, for all the guys who are like stuck with a woman that's like 15 years younger than than them with like lip fillers who now made them get like season passes to Disneyland right. and shit. This is for you. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Middle like, edge. Yeah, right. For right. sure. Dude. You're a fucking you're a fucking rager from back in the day that's looking to reclaim some of it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You realize, you know, man, this just my doctor told me that this isn't working for me anymore. Right. right? I've got these nodules in my body that nobody <laughs> knows what to do with and I'm mildly worried about. Yeah. Right? Middle edge. Middle edge. Middle, middle edge is the course for you've, you. Welcome. You've entered middle edge. Walk the middle edge. Oh my God. Dude. Yeah, 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 for sure, man. This is great. Okay, hey, yeah. Yeah. We're gonna circle we'll circle back around. We're on circling this. back around. We're gonna we're, trust me. <laughs> thanks, Sutton. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much, Sutton, for spurring this uh, this million dollar <laughs> idea. We finally stumbled into the one that's gonna make us some money. Be like, be like, I'm not retarded at all. I'm and on the back it says middle, middle edge. edge. <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. This is a million dollar idea. <laughs> All right, let's listen to our last message. Okay, bear with me here. I was listening to this Doug Stanhope interview a long time ago where he talks about doing DMT and, like, experiencing the depth of human consciousness or whatever bullshit and then having to go back and write the man show with Joe Rogan and it felt like he was trying to put a human brain inside of a rat's head. And I feel sometimes that way when listening to shit like Dance Axis or whatever about my metallic hardcore band, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? And related to that, it seems to be a common refrain you'll hear amongst hardcore kids that, like, hardcore kids write the best death metal music because they, quote-unquote, know how to write a good song or whatever, which I used to believe for a long time, but I'm not sure... I think that's true anymore. Like, I listen to some shit like Emperor, and I'm like, I don't think your average hardcore retard could come up with this. So do you guys think that hardcore kids have some sort of innate songwriting ability that allows them to make good metal music, or is that bullshit? I think we've established that that's bullshit. <laughs> that's absolutely bullshit. Absolutely bullshit, man. Like, yeah, I think we've asserted their position that that's absolutely bullshit. Now, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say that metal guys who are interested in hardcore and punk music often tend to make music that I like more because they just, I think it, it doesn't necessarily mean I have anything to do with them being interested in hardcore and punk, but it's usually representative of like a broader palette in general and probably a, a, an, an individual who is like thinking outside the box and has uh, the willingness to like color outside the lines when writing music. So yeah, sure. A lot of the innovators in Various metal genres are definitely interested in hardcore and punk. You know what I mean? You can find plenty of pictures of Anthrax and fucking hardcore band shirts. You can find uh, plenty of pictures of Napalm Death and hardcore band shirts, right? So, like, yeah, metal guys who are into hardcore, a strong track record. Hardcore guys making a pivot to metal music, really, really weak track record. Takes some general. time to get up to speed. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, absolutely. Because and, and in terms of like hardcore kids having an innate songwriting ability, no. They're just, we're just writing music within an incredibly simplistic form. I mean, that's not to say that there's not skill. Right. Because you can write a bad hardcore song a lot easier than you can write a good one. Right. And you can write a good one a lot easier than you can write a great one. It's just that a good hardcore song doesn't take nearly as much as a good fucking metal song. Yeah, exactly. Right. Nightside Eclipse. Yeah. 
Comes out in 1994. Mm-hmm. Isan's 18-years-old. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's a different kind of guy, man. That's right. like a different kind of dude. Right. Yeah. No, I, I don't I don't think that that tracks whatsoever. Whatsoever. Yeah. It's, it's like I said, you can find plenty of metal guys who are into hardcore, who are in incredibly influential trailblazing bands, but I don't think you find a lot of examples of hardcore guys going on to make metal where it's like, oh, this is the best iteration of this. There are surely some exceptions. Hardcore people go on to play in indie rock bands, make the best indie rock almost always. Metal, not so much. Um, All right, we got a bunch of text messages, so let's start at the bottom. Just wanted to throw this out here, out there, but Jesus and his Ooze Freak sounds like the best name for a 70s-style power pop band I've ever heard, and you guys should definitely rock with it. Just imagine (laughs) Nate is the leading man in a power pop band. Closest we ever got was seeing you front a Cox Bar That's right. band, which was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was pretty that good. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was a lot of fun to watch. Um, <clears throat> okay, we got a long one here. I think this. I can't. I I've never I never had this confirmed or not if this is Reuter, but just the way that these messages are written, I think that it is. Also, you're clicking again. I'm not clicking. You are clicking. You son of you lying son of a bitch. <laughs> you lied to my I was face. Clicking. You're clicking. I didn't even know. <laughs> You've been clicking my for hands five just minutes. Grabbed. It's like thing. <laughs> okay, so uh, first off, we have we have a preamble here. Saying scowl sounds like whole is very generous, and I commend you for your kindness. I got something else that is gratuitous coming your way after band practice ends. All right, here we go. If I have to stop doing these now, I get it, but just indulge me one last time. The modern guitar music industry kicked off by getting young, impressionable country bumpkins hooked on amphetamines so they could tour constantly. It's good that it's finally dead or whatever. Do you really think the world would be a better place if more kids were enthusiastic about Jet? But that aside, seriously endeavoring to pursue rock music as a career, not just something you are deeply committed to or find intrinsic enjoyment in and try to make a buck on, but a career in 2023 is deeply embarrassing and should be shamed at every turn from every possible angle. The only reason it is even possible to consider that as a career option today is because we have a market economy with an inherent tendency towards cartoonish allowances for self-indulgent stupidity. Turns out that this facilitates unprecedented economic growth. We've got serious workforce shortages that are going to cripple our country's infrastructure in the near future and some delusional fucks whose lives consist of going on subsidized road trips with their friends are mad about being made fun of for doing Taco Bell and PBR ads. I mean, I think there's probably a lot of truth to pull out of that. Sure. Yeah. Aspiring to music as a career is deeply fucking stupid. No doubt. Like, even just from, and I'm not even talking, I'm not even really making a value judgment on, like, whether or not it's stupid on a, on a spiritual level, which I think it probably is. But just on a basic logistics, like taking five seconds to consider the reality of that possibility, uh, it's deeply, deeply stupid. Like, you almost certainly can't do it. Why would you really want to? Who are your peers in that world? What will you have to do in order to facilitate that? It's dumb. It's dumb on nearly every level. Yeah, just sure. have fun. Yeah, for sure. Like, literally just get together with your friends and make music because you like doing it. Yeah. And if your band happens to, and and I want to point out, you did differentiate in this message between, like, not just, you know, making a buck in terms of, like, hey, there's some money in this right at this precise moment. Like, we're getting bigger opportunities. We're playing bigger shows. Cool. You made a distinction between that and, like, I'm going to do this as a career, as that being like, that is that is your stated goal from the onset. That is insane and deeply stupid and completely embarrassing for sure. Yeah. 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 I can't imagine 
what would drive somebody to think that way. Yeah, and your timeline's all fucked up, whoever wrote this text to, because the near future? Yeah. Sorry, happening yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. um, this one is just a picture of Crocs that are like, um, they got like punky spike chains oh, yeah. on them. Three ninety nine. Yeah, not not bad. Down uh, 43% off. Typical. That's not for the Crocs, though. That's just for the spikes to adorn your Oh, Crocs. okay, okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Okay, mm. cool. Right. Well, I'm glad I know that's out there. I'll, I'll know what to tell my mom to 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 get me for a stocking stuffer. It just year. it just reinforces uh, another thing. Another another thing I don't want to look like. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh man, this is a dump. This is I I remember seeing this one come through. You rag on tough guy shit and then dick ride for CMI and broken vow. That <laughs> stuff is smooth brain FSU dog shit. Hate breed sucks. <laughs> so. Yeah, I remember when I saw this message come come through. So I guess the first point I want to make on this is that none of the bands mentioned in this like have anything to do with each other at all. Like CMI is like street rocky oi band who's I think all of their members are FSU. Um Broken Vow are like young kids from the Northeast who play Florida State University. <laughs> yeah, Florida State University grads. Yeah, <laughs> um, Broken Vow are like young kids from the Northeast playing like strife and strain style heavy XVX mid nineties metal chord that don't sound anything like CMI and are not even socially uh, connected to CMI uh, in any significant way. And Hatebreed is a band that started in the mid-90s and is like the arguably biggest uh, hardcore or hardcore adjacent band to ever exist. None of these bands are connected, not even socially, but in their content, sonically, their presentation. This is a, a jumbled mess of a message. Um Additionally, you like, sound like you're taking it personally. No, it's just it's just <laughs> it's just such a weird. It's just so 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 no. What it is about this this message strikes me as maybe somebody who's been around long enough to think that they understand things, but not long enough to understand things because like this message like fundamentally doesn't make any sense. Um, and like, however you feel about you know you're leveling like the oh they're just just FSU bullshit. Look, you can feel however you want about crews. I don't give a shit. I'm not in a crew. But that said, like, if it's any position that, like, that hasn't been a thing since day one in hardcore and punk music is revisionist because it has. Like, that's been a through line from the beginning, from the word go. There were, like, crews and gangs, whether it was, like, the suicidal guys, the Boston crew, like the DC guys who were fighting kids, all the New York Lower East Side guys, like it's been there since literally jump. Like it's ingrained in the culture. So it's, like it's it's ingrained in the juvenile male mind. Exactly. It's ingrained in the like exactly. It is ingrained in the juvenile male mind, right? Like Dude, when I was a kid, I couldn't believe a crew. I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing I, I in the was, world. I would, when, I, when I was seven, I was in a gang called the Scorpions. <laughs> That's fucking right? cool, dude. That's cool. <laughs> and and we, we we tried to find other kids that we could then basically just assume were in also in other gangs. Right, yeah, yeah, So yeah. we could fight them. Yeah, of course, dude. And yeah. we tried to make our own weapons. It's innate, man. It's right. innate, right? So it's, 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 part, it's part of the culture. You can feel yeah. however you want about it. I'm not telling you how to feel about it. Feel free to have your opinions about it, but I, I don't know. Writing off a band, I'm going to bet 
that a lot of bands that you really like have a bunch of dudes in them that are in crews and you just don't know about it. I don't, but see, that's the thing is like, I just don't, like, what are my responsibilities being in the crew? <laughs> that's the that's why i wouldn't what, join like, dude what what is the contract <laughs> that's, here that's why right? i wouldn't join because i like, don't want to get a call you know because like f is you right yeah uh, ostensibly yeah. right this is straight off of wikipedia okay i, don't I think you and i don't fucking care i think you're gonna get a lot of misinformation from wikipedia but go ahead is an american anti-fascist anti-racist anti-drug group yeah sure that's a no-brainer sure but what's the fine print <laughs> Well, dude, I can tell you, I'm not gonna. Sp I'm, gonna I'm not gonna tell tales out of school here. But as a dude who has friends and acquaintances in not just FSU but other crews, all I'm saying is the main reason I wouldn't join is because I don't want to get a call from Ohio at 3 a.m. on a Tuesday, and now I got to go deal with some other guy's beef. Yeah, you know what I'm like, saying? Like, like, what are you crazy? Are you crazy? Like, I got to go to work tomorrow, what man. What the fuck is wrong with this guy <laughs> that he's getting in trouble at 3 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. Haven't like maybe the problem is you <laughs> right. and not them. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's are you that, fucking nuts. That that disqualifies me from involvement in any crew simply because the in the sheer inconvenience like, is just oh, like oh. So now I'm the fucking asshole. <laughs> right, yeah, now yeah. you're gonna fucking jump off on me. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly, dude. I just I simply can't be bothered. You're but, the one out there as a grown ass man somehow finding yourself in trouble at three AM on a fucking Friday. All right. Yeah. So look, that's that's just, I can't be bothered, right? It's, uh, some guys love it, man. Some guys live for that. To me, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get a good night's sleep, have a good yeah, breakfast, yeah, you know? call me the fucking asshole. <laughs> so then my final point on this is that the issue isn't really inherent to tough guy shit. It's mostly our beef is with the execution because tough guy shit, however you want to frame that, is also a foundational element of the form. Like, and it goes back again to j to day one, uh, like SOA songs, like, right, um, gonna have to fight, Warzone. Warzone is about being in a gang with your friends and getting in fights, <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, youth of today, we just might. You say you want to fight, we just might. Uh, DYS, Wolfpack. Wolfpack, don't give us any shit. Wolfpack, you're going to get hit. Earth, right? mover, Earth mover, committed to <laughs> committed, murder. Committed to murder, right? But like last right, so ends our night. Ended with another fight, so ends our night. It's been out of sight. That was 1983, right? So Everything's dynamite. <laughs> that's, the, that's the omitted final line. <laughs> you can see it in the liner notes. Yeah. But like, yeah. again, like tough guy shit is also inherent to the form. Our beef is not with that. We love oi. We love lots of shit that falls in the in the tough category. It's nine times out of ten, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it has to do with presentation, uh, not the content itself. And you know also, I mean? the, the content for me can be a little irritating. It because, can be sure. because, like, like when when a band is carrying on and grousing on, sure about problems they themselves create and choose sure. to participate in. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> right. right, of course. If you're complaining about the problems that you've made, right. that's a and big like, issue. And, like, right? continue to, like continue to decide sure. to be a part of <laughs> right right and you're like and now because of the decisions that you've made there's a broken man in the mirror staring back right. at you that's where we take a lot of issues. yeah come on if you're just 17 year olds like don't cross me and my crew or we will hit you i'm like okay cool that's that, that, yeah, yeah you're 17 cool right. fuck, fuck yeah man that's that's rad so yeah man i don't know uh like i said this just comes off as a message from somebody who's been around for three years and thinks you know stuff, but you don't yet. So I would recommend maybe just like 
going back and reassessing a little bit because that was a real jumble of a message. It's from Boston. That's uh, the area code. It's from Boston. Okay. Yeah. Weird. Oh, yeah. It's, Actually, yeah, yeah, It's yeah. Springer. <laughs> it's Springer himself. Yes, dude. <laughs> okay, this one just says actual photo of Nathaniel, and it is a uh, it is a wizard, and it says I, I cast. cast. And I wish. He is fishing. Yeah, I wish, man. Yeah, that looks like a good life. Um, dude, migraines blow ass. Get them almost on monthly basis. The podcast is dope. I purchased Hacksaw after hearing them on Demolition and don't regret it. Cool. Sick, dude. Migraines do blow ass. Sorry about your migraines, bro. Yeah. Uh, just spent over 250 USD on a 90s youth of today. Go vegetarian t-shirt. Am I bad and gay? (laughs) (laughs) Nah, man. Listen, I have a pretty hard cap on what I would spend on a shirt. I've said that I probably can't think of a shirt that I would spend more than $150 on. And that's way at the upper limit of what I would spend. Usually once you're getting past 60 bucks, I'm like, okay, I really got to think about this one. And 150 bucks is if I'm having like a really cushy couple months, right? Uh, I'm not spending 150 bucks on a shirt almost any of the time. But listen, if you care enough about it, to put 250 of your own dollars towards it, and it's not going to inhibit your ability to pay rent or put food on the table, spend your money on whatever you want. I don't sure. think you're bad or gay. People spend a bunch of money on records all the time. I don't know. I don't think it's any different than buying a T-shirt that you like and you're going to wear the rest of your life. That's all good, man. I wouldn't spend $250 on I, a fucking I, I, shirt. I think it's different. 30 bucks is probably my cap. You it, think it's different? I do. I do. But why? I've said, I've gone into it before. It, it is different. So just to reiterate, it's literally not any different at all. The The, record contains information. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The shirt does not. Just for the record, the record is 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 a is a uh, is a historical information document. Yeah, the the shirt is not. You can find those documents in cheaper forms, though. Yeah, but the 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 record is uh, the the record is is the you can find them in cheaper but less. uh, I guess. less stable forms. Yeah, but like, uh, what's the difference I between mean, like you know, a repress and an OG, right? Well, then get the repress. I'm just saying that like, what's it, you know, I'm just saying that but like the record itself is like a functional, sh- like inf- packet of information. Sure, but you have spent more money on original pressings of records that you have represses of. Mm, maybe. No, there's no mental you equivocate. Because like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I have I can't think of any records that I have a repress that I then have the original of. I know for a fact that you've spent good money on original records that you could own a repress of. I'm going to I'm going to tell you what the difference is between okay. t-shirts and, and okay. records. One is the thing that you're interested in and one is the thing that you're not one, interested in. One is in. something that actually contains information. <laughs> no, 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 no. Right. No, the no, other no, one is not. No. Also, they never made shirts big enough for me like that back in the day. See, so. this is this is like if you listen to the show long enough, you get to the the core of what most of your issues are and it's some bitterness that formed like, many it's years not, ago. It's not a bitterness. Really, it's, it's really not, specific. It's, it's not a bitterness. Like a record is functionally, <laughs> like functionally a record is different than a t-shirt. And as far is like something that is worth spending money on the record is different like to have the fucking t-shirt no. as opposed to the record always, is silly no see the, but you you reveal too much the, the, the lady doth protest nah. too much because when you say like well I never made it myself well, that's the real kernel I still I dude I still <laughs> I still wouldn't buy a fucking 1995 dead guy shirt sure. vintage if I saw one right yeah. I wouldn't do it even if it fit me yeah okay 
I'm just saying, I know the real kernel. I would. It's like, it's like, <laughs> sometimes it comes out for yeah. the eagle, for the eagle eyed yeah. listener. Listen to those moments when Nate's like, and that's, and they made fun of me in second grade on my first day. <laughs> no, that's, that's not why, it. That's, that's not it. It's just simply that people were not as fat as me, fat as I am. And, and it's like the average person is nowadays. No, just that's so. it. I mean, when you look at people from the 90s, yeah. they're like half the size of people. That, that that's people that's true. Right? <laughs> okay. So that's it. But it's like I, I won't ever be confronted with the option. Mm, do I want to spend two hundred and fifty dollars on this thirty-year-old shirt? Right. No, it'll never be. I'll never be confronted with it. Okay. All right. And it, and record is different. <laughs> okay. It's not. It is. It is very different. <laughs> okay. So this one's. <laughs> this is a good. I saw this one going around on the internet. It says Yakub died on C for. Circa 40, 4570 BCE, Paris Hilton's son, Phoenix, born on 2023 CE. Welcome back, Yakub. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to point out, like, you can't see this, listeners, but I suggest that you look it up. Does he have a hydrocephaly? Okay, I don't think so, but I do know that it's not a photoshopped image. That is an image of, of Paris Hilton's baby, and it does look like the, the I, evil I think, side. I think he does have hydrocephaly. You think? Oh, dude, this is nuts. This baby's head yeah. is unbelievable. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, right? It's a fucking little marble head. Yeah, he, he does he does look a I bit can't like the fucking evil scientist. His head is as big as his mom's. Yeah, it's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, it's really wild. I mean, dude, not to conjecture the state of... Dude, Paris Hilton looks weird. I think she looks pretty good. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just going to say that, like, oh, okay, she does look really fucking weird in that she particular picture. really fucking weird. But all I'm saying is you could find you could find any given picture of me that where it's like, dude, he's looking fucking weird. Yeah, but, like, picture, but like, I ain't trying to look weird. I just look weird. Yeah, that's She true. did things to herself to look weird. <laughs> that's true. Okay, now, presumably the goal wasn't to look weird. That was just an unfortunate <laughs> no, accident. It, 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 it never works, <laughs> yeah, right? No, it, it never, never works. fucking works, <laughs> no. right? Yeah. It never fucking works. They always look weird. Yeah, Simon sure. Cow. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm going to get some fucking Botox or and fuck up my face because I'm sure it won't look weird. It does. <laughs> it always does, man. All right, last message of the that night. That baby's head is huge. Yeah, it's fucking massive. <laughs> okay. That's a cesarean. I mean, it's got to be because I was going to say, I don't want to conjecture on the state of Paris. It, probably, vagina, it was probably like, it was probably like six months. Like, hey, we got to get this thing out. Yeah, of yeah. Here. If, we, if that came out of her naturally, she's fucked up. Yeah. Dude. She's fucked we gotta up. We got to get him out. Yeah, now. for sure. Um, okay. Uh, yo, the last time I was at Double Decker Records before they closed, RIP, Jamie, the owner, was telling me about how one of his customers who was in his 70s had recently discovered hardcore. He bought a copy of The Minor Threat in my eyes, 7-inch from Jamie, and the next time he came back in, he had three X's tattooed on his neck. <laughs> so I guess my question is, is there an age limit to get into this stuff? I always knew I'd be listening to this stuff well into old age, but I've been into it for 20-plus years at this point. I've never heard of anyone in their golden years just getting into hardcore, but it's pretty sick. It is pretty sick. So let's, co yeah, let's cover the set. Let's let's <laughs> roses and thorns here. So yeah, it's sick to get into something late in life. I think one of my favorite types of interactions that I have working at the record store is if I'm playing something cool and an old dude is like, "Hey, what is this?" You know, seventy year old guy. And this has happened where I've been listening to a punk music or hardcore of some sort, and they're like, "Hey, this is really cool, right?" That's always a nice feeling, and it's mm. it's cool to to witness because it gives me faith that when I'm seventy, there's going to still be things that that restore the brightness to my own eyes. That I'm going to discover something that I didn't know was out there. It'll have to be go. a necromancer for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it gives me some hope, you know, that I'm going to discover something, right? So 
undeniably, yeah, it's fucking cool when old guys or old women or old people discover this sort of stuff, punk, hardcore, whatever it is, late in life. That's fucking sick. Now, on the flip side, touching back on the, like, reclaiming or just claiming at all edge as an adult, a guy who hears the minor threats of an inch in his 70s and then comes back with three X's on his neck is a lunatic. Is well, he, yeah, but he's a, well, uh, he's a mal, he's a maladjusted freak. He's definitely a lunatic, but yeah. that, I mean, but you know, that's to be honestly, yeah, that's kind of to be expected yeah. from a seventy-year-old man that suddenly gets in the minor threat. For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. part and parcel. Yeah, he's coming back in with three X's on his neck. He's still, yeah, he's a lunatic, right? Yeah. If it's if it's like for some reason it hits different if it's like a fifty-year-old. That's like absolutely in full recovery for sure. Yeah, it does right. hit different. And you know what the prime example of that is? Moby. Oh yeah, who got yeah, like animal yeah, rights yeah, tattooed yeah, yeah, down yeah, his yeah, arms, yeah. and then he did like he did he sang that Minor Threat cover with uh, Rise Against, and he had the lyrics. He was right. holding the lyrics right. in his hand. Right. Come it on. Just that's you're out of the club. Man. But if a seventy-five-year-old guy came into my store and he heard Earth Crisis. And then the next time I saw him, he had animal rights tattooed right. on his arm. I'd go, that's fucking sick. he's completely dude. naive. <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. Right? He yeah. wasn't a coked out naysayer. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's not a guy who, who got off the ship early on and right. then was trying try to climb back right. aboard right. When, th- when the getting was good. Oh. This is just a 70-year-old guy who's a fucking freak. Right. Which is cool. Right. There's nothing contrived about it. Right. You know? There's no fucking embroidery. There's, there's no embroidery on his jeans. I can guarantee that. Yeah, no embroidery on his jeans. Right. The not. embroidered jeans dude that's coming back around. Yeah. Fucking F- kick right in the yeah, ass. Fuck that guy, man. Walk the plank. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's interesting. That's exactly the sentiment that was uh expressed in that haywire song that you didn't like. Wasn't there? Yeah, that's literally the exact sentiment of the song. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't write a hardcore song about it and cry about it. <laughs> no, he just said it on a podcast. That's right. All to definitely the cooler thing that's to right. do is to have that's a right. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So. I didn't feel the need to cry about it. <laughs> Uh, in a song. <laughs> All right. Okay. So uh, that that wraps it up for us tonight. We finally got caught up with all our pre-holiday messages. So sorry for uh, for making you wait so long for that. If you sent something our way, but it just didn't feel like uh, it would have made sense to tack that on to the end of our our year end wrap up. So uh, if you got messages that you want to send our way, resume calling in or texting and we'll get back to our, uh, our normal weekly episodes after this and uh, answering messages every week. Thanks as always to uh, everybody who tunes in and the shirt and record thing is the same and the Haywire Song School.